Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master, Energy Teacher, Medium, and author of the newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Messages to Support Global Awakening, which shares stories and messages from spirit that show us our challenges are not merely economic, political, or societal, but very often a deep disconnect from our true inner soul being or wisdom. Today I am delighted to welcome a former guest of the show, Feroz Dada, author of his new book, A Disciple, The Spiritual Path to Infinite Happiness, which shows us another way to live and asks important questions about faith, spirituality, as he connects with the power of universal source through meditation. Hello, my friend Feroz, and thank you for joining us again to share the energy of your kind and loving soul with our listeners. For those who wish to listen to the last show Feroz and I shared, go to my website, CherylGlick.com, July 2020, where we recorded a spiritual journey of Burma, Buddha, and freedom. Feroz, thank you for being with me today. Cheryl, thank you for asking me again and uh, just listening to your calming voice is inspiring. I, I remember the conversation that we had maybe three years ago and um, and your voice now sort of reignites that, uh, that feeling that I got when I spoke to you all that time. Thank so thank you. you. Thank you very much. For Rose, as listeners of Healing from Within are well aware my sensitive and intuitive authors seek answers to age-old questions such as, who are we? What is life all about? And does anything survive physical death? We seek to understand our dual nature as both physical and energetic beings and try to improve the quality of life as we help humanity evolve and create heaven on earth or pursue goodness, kindness, love, compassion, and healing. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Feroz Dada, who believes passionately that it is meditation that provides the foundation for a caring and compassionate future, shares the story in his book with tales from mythology, quotations from Rumi, and references to Sufi texts, all adding color to wisdom teachings he is receiving for not only awakening our latent potential, but to live our best lives and to transform ourselves and this world. Feroz, you might remember, or maybe not, it's been a while, I always love to ask my interesting guests to think back to their childhood, for I believe the foundation of our spiritual journey and life path start at the beginning of our life. Our soul enters this world. And if you could remember a person, place, or event that may have shown you, or perhaps others around you, the lifestyle, lifestyle you would pursue or embrace as an adult. So think back. You've had yeah. a very interesting beginning. Well, what a wonderful question to start with. Um, 
I can, I can, I mean, I think in many ways you've nailed the whole process of spiritual awakening. I remember when I was in my teens, or maybe even younger, uh, when I read a story about how Rumi, the great Sufi mystic philosopher, and for those who don't know about him, which I'm sure they do, but he was a 13th century Sufi mystic. Uh, now, I remember reading how he, Rumi, met his, his teacher, Shams. And that meeting was, in the many stories about how they met the first time, but in this one, he met Shams accidentally in the marketplace. And as they brushed against each other, there was like an electric lighting, a storm. And Rumi realized that he had encountered something quite special, something significant, someone great. Yes. Of course, as we, as we read later on about Rumi's life, uh, Rumi's first um, uh, a, a sort of uh, community teacher, um, and after meeting Shams's master, he's transformed uh, into a great philosopher and probably one of the greatest poets that we know. Now, why do I relate this story? I always thought that this story was a myth. It was a fable. It was a, it was a storybook. But in reality, this is exactly what happened to me. Although I had to wait for 50 years before I brushed against my spiritual master and that process began for me, Cheryl. So well, that you, is my idea. That's a wonderful story. And, you know, most people think a lot of things are just stories. And I always say to my clients, whatever the mind can think has happened somewhere in some time or place because anything that the mind thinks is possible. And so, yeah, mystics and mysteries and, uh, you know, stories, I think, are part of a reality in essence. And that's a wonderful story. And I also have had many teachers because it's in the plan when we were born, before we were born. Our soul worked with teachers to, to guide us uh, to what we would find in this life, what we would search for, and what memories we would create to bring with us at the end of this life that would be forever entwined in our spiritual soul energy. So nothing is random. There is purpose to every event, even if it seems small at the time. It's not. It's all been, uh, I don't want to say prearranged. People don't mm. like that. Ordained, let's use that word. They don't seem to mind that as much. It's all been accounted for in some way. So that's a beautiful story. Let's go on to uh, tell us about your work and how you found your way to the Buddhist monastery in Myanmar, uh, which supported over 1,200 orphaned refugees, and how it affected uh, your journey to self-discovery and fulfilling your very personal spiritual needs, which at the beginning, yeah. we often don't know we have this deep need within us to seek for our beloved 
or or our soul counterparts, but it's there in all of us. So, how did you begin? Well, the the story really, in a sense, begins when one day I, I think, Cheryl, if you remember, I used to be an international tax consultant. Yes. Had an amazing offices in Mayfair. Great, you know, a great career, uh, and uh, very successful. Even though I say so myself. Then one day, uh, a client, a new client, walks into my office, and and he's a very successful businessman. But every time I sat with him at a meeting, um, I felt joyous. I felt. Elated, I felt excited, enhanced, and this feeling lasted for days. It wasn't just that moment. And then I realized I should ask him: Is this something? Is this something you do? Um, and then he turned around to me and he said, "Rose, um, I'm a, a spiritual master. I'm a spiritual teacher." And I said to him, "Well." Please, you know, I've been I've been looking for my teacher. Would you take me on? This was in 2005, and um, he said, no, "No, you're not ready yet." Now, he used the word "yet," which is really encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, I had to wait for five years That's before. That's all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I asked him all this time. He said, "No, nope, not ready." Not ready. And then five years. And this really, the, as though somebody had ignited a fire in my soul. He called me up and said, I want to talk to you. You're ready. I can see you're ready. And then he taught me a Sufi meditation, um, which I have in my book as well. And I didn't know what happened because nothing changed in the face of it. But the next day I was going to Myanmar. On a, on a, on a holiday with the family on a beautiful lake called Inlay Lake. And there we were traveling on a canoe in a very remote part of Burma. And suddenly from the sunshine, beautiful weather, there was a thunderstorm, lightning. And we had to take sh uh, refuge on the shore. And there, the place we went to was a monastery because that's where you get refuge. You know, that's where you, everybody ends up, in a monastery. And in the monastery, there was a monk. I looked at the monk and realized something, you know, something strange was going on, something fascinating about this man. Anyway, the rain stopped, the sun came out again, and the monk said to me, Rose, let me show you around the monastery. And what I saw there really changed my life forever. I saw hundreds of children. I was told they were orphaned or abandoned children. The poorest of the poor. Nevertheless, everyone I spoke to had this, this sparkle in their eyes. The joyness that they possessed was tantalizing, it was captivating. So at that moment in time, we just, my wife and I decided that we would help these children. Just remember, this is a remote part of Burma. It takes four days of 
flights of um, of uh, taking a boat, uh, going on the on the road to get there. But for the next ten, twelve years up to today's date, we've made two or three journeys every year to help the children. Well, what now, what what initially? led you there, guided you there. Mm, yeah. So here, I didn't realize, really, until I look back a little bit, but when my teacher initiated me, this initiation is what the Sufis call turning the heart. Now, turning the heart means that you look at the world from what it wants from you, not what you want from the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, now, this is not meant to be uh, something which is uh, selfless or giving back, and nothing of that sort. It just means that you like to do the things which help others, and you do it for yourself, of course, at the end of the day. You do it because you want to do it. So, I think the spiritual path, in a way, begins by a person seeing the world in a different way, in the way that the, the old pharaohs would never, in a million years, made that commitment to the children. They were gone back, made a donation, gone back to his office, and led his beautiful, you know, life of luxury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like that you say it's an opening up of the heart and a remembrance deep within you perhaps why you came to this life in the first place it's sort of like when I did hospice volunteer work for eight years people said to me Cheryl why are you doing this it's so depressing to go be with the dying and I said no it's it's not because I help people uh, transcend this world with beauty and with the hope of what lies ahead because I don't have a fear of it any longer Uh, and that was part of my purpose I had to be there it enhanced my healing ability and my energy um, the, the ability to receive energy from spirit and share it like the picture on your book with yeah. the light coming out from the man into the world. Well, when your heart is opened and you make a commitment to spirit to serve, that's actually what we're doing. And that's why you felt so wonderful with your teacher, because he exuded this energy just by being. It was yeah. within him and natural, and you felt it, and you opened you turned the key on your yeah. own heart and opened up to be able to do the same thing. You were called to do it. You were born to do it, like I was. And it's a very beautiful way you just expressed that. So let's go on to, there seems to be increasing awareness in the media, in a film, in movies, in series, in writing, about the importance of the spiritual path especially as the world seems to be descending quickly and further into a dismal state of immorality and suffering. So what are some ways individuals may enhance their own spiritual progress, like we've been working on? What are some ways 
they can start to go beyond their materialistic purpose or function or needs and and know they are much more. So what would you suggest? So before I answer the question, Cheryl, I, 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 can, I, can, I, uh, can I refer to something you said earlier? In fact, you said it right at the beginning. You said this: the cover of the book shows this man who is, in a sense, humbled, looking up, up there and with a light shining from his heart, right? And you, you mentioned that, and that's your remarkable observation. Let me tell you just about the cover of the book before I answer your question. I remember the, the publisher sent me, I think, 20, 30, 40 different uh, ideas for a cover. And I said, no, I don't like any of these, but I have a vision. I have a vision in my mind what it should look like. And I sent him a sketch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, this, the and, same thing happened <laughs> with me with my last book, A New Life Awaits. I had the picture. It was an actual photograph that had yeah. been taken at an affair, a party I had been at, and there was a spirit yeah. in the window, and I wanted that on the cover of the book. I had the yeah. photograph. And they, 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 you know, they had another idea, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So to answer your question, uh, I think um, the question, people, people say, well, how can we, how can we go on this journey, you know? Um, first of all, what is happening in today's world? Well, people are beginning to realize that there is something else that is missing in their lives. Because then they realize that just pursuing material pleasures, um, holidays, cars, whatever, whatever it is, really doesn't give them what is lacking in their lives. They get pleasure out of it, but they don't have that peace um, uh, that they're looking for. And for the first time, more and more people are finding all the circumstances of the world, of Ukraine, they have Palestine, they have Yemen, they have had the pandemic, which has been quite remarkable. So people are beginning to question why. And, and I'd like to just um, read a quote from a Sufi mystic called Saadi. He says, every soul is created for a certain purpose, and the light of that purpose has been kindled in that soul. Right? Now, what is this journey about? The journey is about finding and connecting to the journey of your soul. Of course, you have a journey of physical life, but you also have to find the purpose of your existence, the reason for why am I here type of question. And you can do that through meditation, through going inside and finding what would seem to be unseen and unknown. Yet when you sit in quietness and stillness and meditation, the answers begin to come. And when the answers begin to come, you find the purpose of your existence, not just for yourself in isolation, but in oneness with everything that is around you, plants, animals, 
the universe of energy, um, other human beings, and then you find you have a harmony between what I would call the body and the soul. And then you begin to experience what I call in my book infinite happiness. You, you begin to know yourself and to yeah. know the universe and energy. It's all, it all comes through an understanding and a feeling of the energy uh, that is yeah. within you that connects with all other energy of all yeah. other living things beyond this physical world into the universe. Yeah, exactly right. That's what it's about. It is about, <laughs> and, it, and it brings a sense of peace and quiet. And I have people mm-hmm. after a healing session, they don't want to move off the table. It's very yeah. hard for them to come out of that state because as we run around in life doing things, we forget the being, the beingness that we are. We don't really yeah. have to do so many things. We weren't born for that. We were born to remember our soul, to reunite with our own soul, the beloved in ourself and the universe or divine source of God or however you want to conceive yeah. of it. Yeah. But let's go on to the next question. You suggest the best way to learn is through finding a teacher and connecting with a storyteller. And you tell us of some of the teachers. You went to the house of Mother Mary and St. Francis of Assisi, uh, and you went to the pyramids at Geyser and, uh, and to this monastery in Myanmar. And in all the places, I'm sure if you sat there, you felt connected to all the spiritual teachers of forever from ancient times who now live in spirit because I know I I have felt that connection so I'm sure you felt it in those places too so just tell us of one of the places you went to and how it affected you Um, so it's it's been an amazing journey because in this journey I have my spiritual master who I call Ustad that's not his real name. Ustad simply means master. Uh, then when I go to Burma and spend time with my, at the monastery there, um, there's a Buddhist monk who's taught me meditation, um, Buddhist meditation. And, and the, the, the places I've been to on what you might call pilgrimage, but it's not really that. It's just a, it's a place where I meditate with my teacher, the most phenomenal place, the most remarkable place that I've ever been to in my life is in the center of the big pyramid in Egypt, in Cairo. Uh, The great Giza pyramid. And inside that pyramid, which you need to go, effectively, it's a 20-minute sort of walk, crawl, the center of the pyramid and sitting there in meditation with my other students and my teacher uh, was one of the most phenomenal experiences of all time. Um, My own belief is the pyramids were probably the first structure on earth. It predates every possible um, 
known story. I think people really don't know when it was created. It's an amazing place. So the energy there is timeless. It's beyond mm. this planet. Yeah, it was brought yes. here somehow uh, <laughs> by, by maybe enlightened souls or beings or angels or I, we don't know what, but you can feel in certain places uh, if you meditate. Uh, you would have to be someone who meditates to know this. You can feel the shift in energy yeah. when you enter a place of divine uh, potential, <laughs> just divine <laughs> potential for mm. for creation. Yeah, yeah, it is really amazing. Yeah, and Cheryl, in this in this particular place, the type of uh, feeling I had, and if you like, observation was uh, an out of body experience. I felt I was. Uh, my soul was outside my body, observing many, many other souls. Uh, it was a sort of meditation of souls. I, I can't describe it. It's the most magnificent uh, uh, feeling, a celebration of souls from not just my colleagues who were there, but it seems from other realms and other other beings. It was beautiful. Yes, I, I am sure that it was one of the most important moments of your life. Yes. So I want to thank you for Rose Dada, author thank of you, The Sarah. Disciple, for a most illuminating story of one man's mysterious journey throughout ancient sites across the world in search of truth and a closer connection to important spiritual leaders and teachers like Jesus, Mother Mary, St. Francis, monks and people who radiate the divine spark of eternal life and love into each day's joyful acceptance of their soul being. To read more about opening your heart and mind to higher dimensions of awareness, go to sylvanhealing.org or amazon.com to purchase the book. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have journeyed through the many places of beauty, of peace, or remarkable connection to the divine and the creator, and to people Feroz Dada has been privileged and delighted to encounter, for his search is our search, and the soul once awakened knows that we are children of the heart and have the power within to create purposeful lives of joy, fulfillment, and prosperity as we connect to each other and to forces beyond the physical that include a great love of life so we may move past the distractions of the physical world and remember the magnificence of a spiritual being having a physical life in order to refine our soul energy and grow closer to the perfection of higher life consciousness. For Roses and my journey of faith and trust in the unseen, the unknown, has led to wisdom and truth, as it does for all who seek answers to age-old questions, whether it is in the language and scriptures of Sufism, Buddhism, Judaism, Christianity, or Islam, there is one path that encompasses all religions, 
cultures, traditions, and customs. A truth that says our Creator is perfect. And human beings are imperfectly perfect. And we are all here to master the art of spiritual love. And we can be grateful that Spirit brings us together with so many wonderful teachers along the way from birth to life eternal. I am Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Teacher, host of Healing from Within, author of my newest book, A New Life Awaits, and I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to leaders in metaphysical, scientific, spiritual, medical, legal, religious, and the arts and music fields as we explore ways to advance the human condition and find peace for all. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.